she's the original Scream Queen. <laughs> I find scary movies, I find them very soothing. Ah! Is yeah. that what it looks like? Mm-hmm. No! What percentage of claws have chlamydia? This movie's fucked up. Do you always have to see the monster? and welcome to Screams and Queens. I am Bree. And I'm Megan. And we are back with The Conjuring. So uh, we're doing a Conjuring series for the next couple weeks. We are, uh, we just recently watched the second Conjuring out of four movies. Wait, three. three. Damn it. I was we super just confused. <laughs> yeah, I thought one of the Insidious movies was a Conjuring movie because it's all by James Wan and it's all the same to me anyway. And it's like Insidious 3 is the one you were talking yeah, about? Yeah, I got confused. No, I was like, because I was like, yeah, that's The Conjuring 3, but The Conjuring 3 is the one in theaters right now. Yeah. And yeah, no, I thought that I was, was like, very confused. We also were very confused with how many Saw movies there were. We kept <laughs> yeah. miscounting. Like, I still like don't know. We're like, there's six, no, nine. <laughs> yeah. I we have no idea. I don't know. Well, now we know that We've just watched so three. many movies. It's really hard to keep <laughs> up, especially when they're spinoffs. And they're all like so similar and yeah. similar directors. Like, and have same actors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Insidious um, has the same actors and just similar concepts, I guess. So it's hard to like just keep everything straight. So anyway, Three Conjurings. This is the second one. And we'll get into it. So we'll start off with a brief movie summary. Uh, move into some fun facts, which I have quite a few of them today. Yay. I know. Then move into the fried take pyramid, just going over the actual structure of the film, breaking that down. Talk about what scared us, what didn't scare us. And then lastly, end with a little game called What Would Your Strategy Be? So brief movie summary for The Conjuring number two. <laughs> manufactured by me. Demonologist Ed and Warren Lorraine are summoned... That's her name. <laughs> I'm like, what's the mom Lor- or mom Warren's name? Mom Warren. Oh, no, yeah, you said Mrs. Warren. I thought you meant her mom that watches <laughs> Judy. That's why I said Nana. <laughs> like, why are you calling her I thought her you meant, Nana? like, um... <laughs> What's her fucking name? Vera's sister that in the nun. Tessa. Tessa. Yeah. I thought you meant like she is now the grandma in the country. Yes. Oh, that's what you mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I was asking what Lorraine's name was. Oh, okay. But you, okay. So you understood what I was asking, but you misheard the question. Yeah. At the same time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now that that's Ed and Lorraine. Up. Ed and Lorraine. Okay. This is starting over. Demonologists Ed and Lorraine Warren are summoned to a London home to investigate strange and malicious events occurring in the house of a single mother and her four children. Two daughters and two sons. The one kid, we're like, who the hell is that? We haven't (laughs) seen him this whole fucking movie. The sons don't really matter. (laughs) Well, I guess the fire truck. Billy. 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 His stuttering was... They pushed it, but then it was completely irrelevant later in the movie. I don't know why that was such a big deal. I don't even remember him stuttering. So apparently I didn't see any relevance in it at all. <laughs> the kids made fun of him at school and then called the one sister a lesbian. What? what? Well, I missed all of this. Like, we watched it two days ago. How did I... <laughs> well, I, just I watched this, this movie fairly recently. Okay. Also. Yeah. I made my friend Jess, who doesn't like scary movies at all, nor has she seen The First Conjuring, mm-hmm. watch it with me. Was like, it yesterday? Do we watch it on Wednesday? Today's Friday, so it's two days ago. Oh my god, what the hell is going on? I thought today was Thursday, so yeah. I was confused too. If you're listening today, it's Monday, probably. <laughs> I don't know, at least <laughs> it's being released on Monday. <laughs> I don't know. So, move into some fun facts. Again, like the first one, this is based on a true story. Um, this time, the Enfield haunting in 1977. This actual event, alleged event, happened six years after The Conjuring, the very first one. So the actual real-life events, this happened six years after. 
It came out in 2016. It was directed again by James Wan. He actually turned down Fast and Furious 8 to direct this movie. Thank God. <laughs> like, I don't okay, even... how many of those are there? Oh my gosh, dude. So John Cena is in this John most Cena. recent one. I think there's nine or... Fast, I think Fast 9 is like the last one. But it's not the last though, because Vin Diesel was just hyping up Paul Fast Walker's 10. daughter potentially being yeah. in the movie. Stop making, I don't know who we need to call, but well, please stop making those movies. I also read that because it's universal, it could technically exist in the same universe as Jurassic World. <laughs> So can you imagine a fucking Fast and Furious <laughs> Jurassic Park crossover? You're like it's just like you're racing some fucking raptors. You're racing raptors. <laughs> oh my! What the hell was that? It squeaked. Uh, oh man! What? Okay. So I don't even want to think about that because that's way too much for my brain to process right now. It's like 10 p.m. No. I hate the Fast and Furious movies. The first and second one weren't bad, and the rest of them were just shit. Like, I don't know who's keeping them in business. Who's they make keeping a them decent in theaters? amount of money in theaters. I know. Like, Teenage Why? Boys, maybe? Yeah. But, maybe. like, they're like, yo, let's, <laughs> I don't know, jump this convertible off a cliff and land it in a helicopter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> every movie. Who comes up with these plot lines? <laughs> who's writing the script for this? And it's like, you know what we should, you know what we haven't done yet? jumped off a cliff into a helicopter into the ocean turn into a submarine get eaten <laughs> by a shark and you're like what is happening yeah so he turned on the fast and the furious to direct this you know what's funny too that i was thinking about is that when we were talking about saul which james Wan um directed as well he didn't direct the other Sauls because he's like i don't want to be coined as the saul director but then he directed all the conjuring movies and it's like what did he change his mind? <laughs> what else has he even done? He did... James Wan. There's other stuff that he's done. The Insidious, right? Not The Insidious. Insidious. <laughs> Ooh, he has an upcoming movie called Malignant. That sounds scary. Malignant. I feel like I've seen the trailer for that. Maybe. Maybe not. He's mostly known for Saw, Insidious, and Conjuring Universe. Ooh. Okay. So, yeah. He didn't want to... Be pigeonholed as a Saw director, but now oh, he did Dead Silence too. Dead Such Silence, such a good fucking movie. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Dude, Aquaman, that sucked. Aquaman, I didn't see Aquaman, what? but James, what's his name? Jason Momoa. Yeah, so hot. He is so hot, but like that movie was just so. <laughs> she said. <laughs> okay, brief intermission. <laughs> um, one of Megan's dogs sat on the other dog's head <laughs> which we'll be posting a picture of so it'll be pretty funny it was hilarious so we had to stop to document the events okay so we were talking about fast and furious malignant yeah it just says upcoming american horror thriller film okay. that's it i feel like I that's too vague yeah it's supposed to be released in 2021 so i feel like there should be more information. Yeah, 2021 is halfway over, which is fucking insane. I don't to say. like that. I know. Malignant movie. Malignant. Malignant. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like I've seen a trailer oh, for that, but maybe not. It says there is a trailer. I mean, there is a trailer. Not it says there's no official plot yet, but we do know it's a horror movie. So why do you have a trailer if there's no plot? That homages. Homages? Mm. Homages? Homage. Homages. Mm. The Italian slasher murder mystery genre. Giallo. What? No, I don't know. Okay, I'm more <laughs> confused now, but we'll watch it when it comes out. Yeah. We get a word, big James Wan's fan. James Wan fans. So we'll watch that when it comes out, whenever it does. A big difference between this movie and the first Conjuring. The first Conjuring, they were dealing with an actual demon. In this, well, okay, wait, time out. So kind of. So the Conjuring one for sure was like a demon. It's like, yeah, or a witch. What the fuck? It was a witch. But, but they said but it was a demonic demon. presence. Okay, demonic presence. It In the second Conjuring, it was Bob a poltergeist. Jim. What's his name? Bill. <laughs> it was a poltergeist. So, but the poltergeist was... A, not a conduit, what's the word? A pawn mm. for the demon, Malik, or Valak. What the fuck? Malik. 
I went into a deep dive and looked up the actual definitions of demon and poltergeist. So the actual definition of demon, which I think we all know, but just, you know. An evil spirit or devil, especially one thought to possess a person or act as a tormentor in hell. And Mm -hmm. then poltergeist, a ghost or other supernatural being supposedly responsible for physical disturbances such as loud noises and objects thrown around. So I guess it would be more of a poltergeist because in the beginning of the movie, which we'll get into that in the Friday Pyramid, I guess, but... There's, that's how it all starts, Aren't right? Aren't they supposed to be less, um... Like, malignant? Malignant. Malignant. <laughs> <laughs> I got you saying it now, too. Yeah, yeah like, less menacing. Yeah. Like, poltergeists are, like, ornery spirits, mm-hmm. you know? They're like, woohoo, I'm gonna flicker your lights yeah, and, like... just fuck with you, basically. They're like cats. Knock yeah. shit over. Yeah. You know, I was watching an interview with the actual daughters. Uh, uh, we'll get into this whole thing, but... In actual, with the actual daughters, and the one daughter said that what's her name that gets Janet right that, that's possessed by Bill. Yeah, I think Janet. So. Bill, 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 Bill. How could I forget his name? <laughs> yeah. Shame on me. But the interview, she was talking as if she was kind of like, "Oh, he's he's just here to hang out. Like it, he wasn't like it wasn't evil to her." Mm. So I don't know how much the movie it seemed like the movie was way more dramatized yeah like the creative licensing they're like yeah i think it's a little a little more spicy yeah like a little bit scarier whereas the first one allegedly lorraine warren's like nope this is what happened nothing we didn't change anything besides that blood in the sheet but in this one it seemed as though i don't know for sure but it seemed as though that they made it a little bit more egregious than it actually was well from what i heard from the internet (laughs) <laughs> you know, super credible source <laughs> on Reddit, uh, that the Warrens weren't even asked to come to England yeah. and they just kind of bullied their way in because mm-hmm. they're like, Psh, we got this, guys. Yeah. And they Whereas, stayed for like a day and they left. Right. Whereas like in the film, they depicted it as the Vatican invited them mm-hmm. personally to go check this out. Right. Yeah, that's what I read too, is that they just... Basically, I don't know the series of events, but they basically just showed up. They stayed for like 10 hours and then dipped. And in the movie, they have way more presence. And it's kind of centered around them trying to solve this mystery. So aside from the poltergeist definition, the I obviously went into a very big deep dive here. The word poltergeist <laughs> comes from the German language words poltern, which means to make sound or to rumble, and geist, which means ghost and spirit. And the term actually translates as noisy ghost, <laughs> rumble ghost, or loud spirit. So then what's zeitgeist mean? Like spirit of the times? Is that like what the literal oh. definition of, of geist is spirit? Yeah, it's geist is ghost or spirit so yeah i guess that would be time ghost it's interesting looking at the origin of words Mm -hmm. germans are so literal i know and that's funny is that like some of like a lot of english words don't have or a lot of other languages like german for example i don't speak german but i just happen to know this that or, or Japanese or whatever. They don't have literal translations for things we say. Like, we might say, like, I think it's Japanese, where instead of saying, I miss you, their literal translation is, like, my soul is missing from you, or you are missing from my life, or something like that. That's deep. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, man, that's way deeper than us just being like, I miss you. Like, we seem way more surface as Americans, I guess. That's what I get from languages. But, Okay. Back to the fun facts, a priest was actually called to bless the set. That's dope. Don't want any set curses like... uh, The Exorcist and... um, Poltergeist? Poltergeist, yeah. Yeah. Poltergeist! Full circle! (laughs) Yeah, see? We did our research. Yeah, Poltergeist and The Exorcist. Like, in The Exorcist, people died after filming it. Like, in random, mysterious circumstances, Poltergeist, weird shit happened on set. People died from Poltergeist, too. Yeah, yeah. They used, like, real bodies oh, that's in that pool scene right yeah 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 a theater that was playing the movie itself actually had a poster up 
that um, I'm going to just read it. So, and I'll post the link that I got it from. It's kind of long, but said, quote, warning, the film you're about to see is psychologically and emotionally disturbing. People who have attended early screenings of the film have complained about many unusual circumstances that they have experienced after seeing the film. Due to our concern for your well-being, we have invited Father Perez to be here. He will be available after the film to provide spiritual support and or conduct a personal blessing should you feel the need. Please do not hesitate to seek help. Ask a representative where you can sign up for a session with our priest. Unquote. I mean, that's dope for publicity. Yeah. Yeah. I What's the movie... There's a movie, The Exorcism of Emily Rose or something. It's an exorcism movie where on the DVD, which I haven't actually touched a DVD in like, I don't know, 10 years. But in the special, whatever, special area of the DVD, you know, they call it whatever, behind the scenes. There's a video, a alleged video of an exorcism. And it said before the video actually plays, it said, we recommend that you say this prayer of protection. And it's like... St. Michael the Archangel will defend us in battle, be our defense against wickedness and snares of the devil, all that stuff. I went to a Catholic school, so I happen to know the exorcism prayer that you're supposed to say before, all that stuff. I did not watch the film, though, because I grew up Catholic. You don't fuck with that shit. Yeah. This is how people end up watching The Ring and shit. Yeah. Like, or not The Ring. The... Yeah, wait, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The Ring video. The Ring video, yeah. And, yeah, I grew up Catholic. I don't necessarily practice it anymore, but I don't fuck with Ouija boards. I don't fuck with things that say, like, you need to say this prayer before. Like, even if it's a hoax or it's fake, I don't I don't want to find out if it's not. I would just rather be like, okay. I, I act ballsy, but when I'm scrolling the internet late at night and it's like, this image is cursed. And I'm, like, down a rabbit hole. I'm like, mm, no, thank you. Yeah, what's that thing on Creepypasta? The, the dog, the smiley dog or something? You know what I'm talking about? No. It's creepy. I know the um, the SPC Foundation, where there's that one guy that if you look at his image, he'll come kill you. Yeah, I don't want to look at his image. And that's the thing, like, it's probably just a hoax and it's probably dumb, but, like, I'm not going to look at that image. Sorry. Like, and I'm not that superstitious. I'm a little stitious. <laughs> Any Office fans out there? You, you don't watch The Office, do you? Have I asked you that? Um, I've seen a couple episodes at oh, your okay. house and Oh yeah, I'm, it's just Ew. on it's just on in the background all the time. No, I like my I'm trying to think of who I hung out with that watched it. It wasn't just you. I was going to say I've tried. Popular, but... It's just not my sense of humor. Yeah, it's very dry. And there's this one quote from Michael Scott where he says, "I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious." <laughs> But, so while you're looking that up, yeah, there's this thing on Creepypasta where I think it's called Smiley Dog, where apparently... That, that sounds creepy. Yeah, that. no. It's I, SCP, not SPC, and it's a whole, like, uh, encyclopedia where people write um, entries for it, mm-hmm. and it's, like, a containment agency that, okay. like, each one of them is its own, like, Creepypasta. It's really okay. interesting. Oh. Yeah, not... At 10 o'clock at night, but, like, I love reading that stuff, like, in the day. Which is funny because I like to watch scary movies at night. Like, I don't mind, like... Because our imaginations are way more than any James Wan can do, Yeah, you know? And I think, like, reading it... Maybe it's some kind of, like, physical, psychological thing, but, like, reading it on my phone, like, and it's silent or something around, mm-hmm. and I don't really have, like, my, I'm not aware of things around me because my eyes are down on my phone. I don't know. That's just my very quick speculation of impromptu speculation. But the smiley dog thing, it's like there was apparently some kind of picture, which I've never seen it, but I don't plan to see it, of this, like, it was like a distorted dog or something. And if you look at it, it's like, it's not you don't just die, but, like, you're cursed forever and just, like, terrible things happen. Like, it's way creepier than what I'm actually making it out to be. But I I heard that, and that just, that shit just, like, freaks me out. And the way, like, they describe the dog is just, like, I don't, I don't like it. (laughs) Like, nope. Yeah. Okay. Back to more fun facts. Janet, the actual true-life Janet, 
was not happy about the movie coming out. She just didn't want to like, like her dad had just passed away and she didn't want to have to like relive all this stuff again. I'm sure like if it is I true. I thought her dad was a deadbeat dad anyway who knocked up the lady down the street and had oh, twins with yeah. her. Well, maybe it was just still traumatizing. I don't know. Or whatever. But apparently she wasn't happy about the movie coming out. Well, it's one thing for local people to know about your story or even in your own country, but for the whole world to... To know about it. Think mm-hmm. that you're the girl that was fucking possessed by Bill. Mm-hmm. By Bill. Bill Wilkins. So I also looked up some... Just a few of some of the true things. That, again, allegedly true things that happened and then some of the things that were dramatized in the movie. So a few of the true things that happened... Knocking on the walls, the beds wobbling, chest drawers moving. Peggy, the mother, did go to the neighbors for help. Uh, when the, what was it, the, uh, what's it called? The the drawer, not the drawer. What the fuck is it called? The dresser. The dresser, thank God. Okay. Thank you, Jesus Christ. The dresser, like, flew across the room. Wasn't that, after, wasn't that, they ran to the neighbor's house mm-hmm. or something. I feel like it escalated so fast. Yeah. And most other, like, haunting movies, they're like, Mom, there's someone here. And they're like, you're fucking scared. Mm-hmm. But the mom came in, and then shit started happening, and she's like, okay, let's She's go. like, yep, let's run to the freaking neighbor. So apparently, that did happen. They went to the neighbors. Uh, the neighbors couldn't really find any explanation. The husband, in the movie, at least, um, the husband went over, searched the house, because he thought maybe there was an intruder. He calls the police. The police did, and the true story actually show up and apparently saw a chair move, like we saw in the movie, some kind of chair move across the floor, and they left. They dipped. They said, this is not for us. That's actually creepy. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that actually happened. Bill Wilkins did die in the way that they claimed. He had a hemorrhage in the chair, and the Ouija board was supposedly the root of it all actually started it all surprise don't fuck with a ouija board jesus uh some of the false things that happened or that that were dramatized in the movie the crosses did not turn upside down the levitation scene that janet is levitating there's also a kind of an iconic picture they show it in the movie Mm -hmm. she's in the nightgown we should post the side by sides yeah yeah because that'd be cool Yeah. So the levitation is people didn't think it was true because it looked like, like they explained in the movie as well, it looked like she was just jumping off the bed. So they were just faking it. Uh, It was possible that all of it was a hoax for fame and financial gain. People still think that it was possibly just all fake. Janet herself, actually in an interview that I watched, admitted that about 2% of the events were faked. Just to see what a weird percent. Yeah, two percent. She two she, out of she did the math. Yeah, but she basically said she wanted to get their attention, like Maurice's and what's the other guy's name? I don't remember. But the, she wanted to get their attention, see if they were paying attention, see if they were listening. But then that makes you incredible, lady girl. Why admit to faking any of it? Yeah, you lose all credibility if you admit to faking some of it. Because it's like, well, what else were you Well, and I think they referenced that in the film. Like, Mm -hmm. even if she was faking that and she wasn't faking the rest, you lose all credibility. They don't believe you. Mm -hmm. Although the real recording of her talking in creepy voice was pretty creepy. Yeah. And so that happens in a lot of possession movies where you have the different, kind of the different octaves happening at the same time. And there's certain, you know, explanations, which it goes kind of more in depth if you've seen The Exorcism of Emily Rose. It goes in depth of how physically that can happen. Weren't there, like, um, monks that were trained to use, yes. like, mm-hmm. Both, different octaves at once or whatever? Yeah, and so they explain that. Um, some singers can do it. It's just, you typically you're trained, but it's also that the the human body can physically do it, so you might, even if you're not trained maybe you're just able to do it. It's just a coincidence. So, yeah. I mean, they don't know. There, There's no actual, like... Conclusive. Conclusive evidence yeah. of this being true or if it was just all a hoax. So, hopefully, hopefully it was all a hoax because, like, goddamn. Okay, that's all I have for fun facts. 
if we want to move into the actual structure of the film. So just to kind of bust through what happened, then we could talk about it on the way. So the movie starts off with, oh, I want to talk about this for a second too. It starts off with Ed and Lorraine in the Amityville house. And Lorraine kind of goes into this like weird insidious world. The further totally you see, insidious yeah, vibes, yeah, absolutely. For sure. The the spirit world, the lighting, vibes. the spirit yeah. world, yeah, the lighting, the vibe, everything. And you see Patrick Wilson, who's in in Insidious, he's the husband sitting there with his eyes closed. Even though he's the one that travels in the further to the further in Insidious, you still get that weird vibe where it's like this weird kind of um, reminiscent of Insidious. But so Lorraine is walking around the Amityville house. She is supposedly kind of in the body of, was it Ronald? Ronald DeFeo. I think it's Ronald. Ronald DeFeo, who, true story, in the Amityville murders, actually killed his family. So killed his parents and and his siblings. I think two siblings? Two or four. Two or four. Two or four. Two or six. The moral of the story in all of these horror movies is to only have one child. Because if you have multiple, especially four or more, you done fucked up and everyone's going to die or get haunted or something. There's a higher percentage of them either killing you or them being haunted by someone who's going to kill you. (laughs) So... Have one kid, have no kids, I don't give a fuck. Just I really liked this scene. I thought it was effective with um she was embodying, you know, living through the experience of Ronald mm-hmm. dude killing. So she would he killed them with a shotgun or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so like it showed her like miming a shotgun, but yeah. when you when she would walk past the mirror, it would show his body, his, you know? Yeah. So it was it was a really cool uh, scene visually. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, I think it was a very strong way to start off the movie. Because even though, obviously, the movie wasn't about the Amityville horror, um, it was just a, a powerful... Just a, I don't know, yeah, a powerful way to start the movie off. I forgot that that's how that started. I'm like, I don't remember that. I know, I had to kind of think about... When I was typing stuff out, I had to think about exactly how everything started. But, yeah, so she's walking through the house. She's, like, yeah, miming, cocking the shotgun, killing these people. And if you've seen the movie, there's an old one from the 70s. I believe it's the 70s. There's an old one, the original Amityville horror, and then the not new one, but the newer one from the early 2000s with Ryan Reynolds, who is just... Amazing in that He movie. can kill me anytime. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's... We have a thing for hot male serial killers. <laughs> yeah. He is such, like, a comedian and such a good actor, but he was just so... He was so good in, the, in that movie. Like, he, we need to rewatch it, because I haven't seen it yeah. in probably 15 years. We should re- rewatch that and then talk about the true story. That would be a good Ooh, one. Can compare it to the original, too. Mm-hmm. Watch both. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, that's how the movie starts. And then Lorraine ends up going in the base. Kind of a lot happens in the first couple minutes. But Lorraine ends up going in the basement, sees the nun, right? She sees the nun down there. Mm-hmm. And then she sees her husband, Ed. She has a premonition, a vision, whatever you want to call it, of him dying. And then she comes out of her state of trance and is freaking out. And is like, oh my God, and won't tell him what she saw. But she was freaking out because she saw him die. Then it transitions into the family in Enfield. So you have the single mom, Peggy, with her four children. Then Billy wants biscuits. (laughs) But she can't get biscuits because she can't even pay the rent. (laughs) So single mother who is low on cash, doesn't have any biscuits for Billy and we're introduced to this family. It's kind of chaotic and everything, I mean, so far kind of seems okay. But you have these children that are kind of crazy. This mother who can't pay bills. This daughter, Janet, who just got in trouble for... She wasn't smoking at school, but her friend was. She was Camilla. holding a cigarette Why for do her. I remember Camilla's name? Camilla. I don't know the other three kids' names. <laughs> Would have never, never remember that, ever. <laughs> Someone could have held a gun to my head and said, remember it? And I would have said, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so Camilla... Her friend or whatever at school was smoking, and Janet was holding a cigarette for her. Not that... So, I was I was just about to say something, and then I'm going to actually backtrack. So, what I was about to say was, like, 
not that it has anything to do with anything, but then I was like, wait, maybe it does though. Because her holding the cigarette and being like, I wasn't smoking, mom. Like, and her mom's like, you're a fucking liar. Mm. So there's that credibility Mm -hmm. question again. It's like, was she lying about smoking? Is she lying about being possessed? I'm like, mm-hmm. what else is she lying about? Are these attention-seeking behaviors? Mm, yeah. All of a sudden, creepy shit starts happening because they just... Did they just move into the house? Or have they been no, there for a they while? they were there for a while, but I think it's because they played with the Ouija board. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. Janet and her sister, whatever her sister's name, I don't I know. Who no cares? Idea. Yeah, her sister is who cares. They play... Janet plays with the Ouija board... Then crazy shit starts happening, and again, don't play with a fucking Ouija board. Like that fire truck scene, which kind of freaked me out, um, where the, Billy, or whoever it is, is the son, gets up in the middle of the night and goes down to the kitchen, gets a glass of water. He sees, he looks outside into the foggy mist of the night. The swing is kind of swinging back and forth. He's like, ah, oh, fuck it, whatever. Walk And kids have such, like, a dismissive idea yeah, of things totally, like he's like eh. totally fucking creepy whatever no yeah, biggie one I'd, swing is swinging the other one's perfectly still yeah i'd be like no call the fucking priest call the police call literally anybody what the fuck or like communicate with your parent that like you're yeah. freaked out yeah the, hey the swing is swinging only one of them <laughs> one out of the two swings are swinging it's weird right like need some validation here so he Goes back upstairs, runs into this little fire truck toy. It makes this wow, wow, wow for like 10 minutes. He kicks it under the tent. It comes back out and he's like, what the fuck? And it has that creepy like, the music. It's, mm. I don't, not a very good mimic, but it's the, the creepy like, and then it like zooms out from him. Like, I think that's really like, that effective. That's also like... Kids are so fucking dumb. I feel yeah. like I had more common sense at that age, hopefully. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, all of your siblings are sleeping, and in this dark tent, it's totally normal for your toys to fly back out at you mm-hmm. and make noise. And no one woke up. No mm-hmm. one was like, why you out of bed, Billy? Why are you playing with your... so loud. Yeah, it was pretty fucking loud. Maybe they're all heavy sleepers. I don't know, but in my house, my parents would have been like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I would me like, that sounded like, it sounded like, literally like an alarm, and it was going off for a while, like, it wasn't just, um, for like, two seconds, it was like, at least 10 to 15 seconds, and it was like, well, I think well, it was like 10 to 15 well, minutes, well. and I'm like, girl, you're 10 to 15 minutes, way off. That movie was really long, <laughs> he spent this whole time on the fire truck <laughs> scene, but anyway, so the fire truck, he like pushes back into the tent or or no he grabs the fire truck walks back to the tent very like creepily and slowly it's super dark inside and then some old man screams from the tent and he freaks out and runs to and this a couple times this happens in the movie where the kids get freaked out by something and immediately which i don't blame them but immediately are like oh my god mom and start like screaming and running to the mom's room waking her up dear god if slash when I have children and they come into my room screaming bloody murder about someone's in the house, I'm going to, I don't even know, probably just jump out a window. <laughs> Especially if your like spouse is not home. Yeah. Like a single mom. If like, my kid comes up to me and is like creeping by my bed and says there's someone in her room. Okay, honey, let's lock the door and stay in my room. I'm not going to yeah. go check. We'll check tomorrow. Like, yeah, we're going to call the police right now and then we're going to climb out this window and run to the neighbors. (laughs) Have an escape plan in place. Yeah. I don't even care. It's like, no, it wasn't a bad dream. No. Somebody's in your fucking room. We gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't understand. No one believes kids. That's been the, a lot of, all of the movies we've watched recently have been kids seeing shit in their bedroom and their parents like, no one's there. Then someone gets kidnapped. You know, more people I think need to watch scary movies. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I listen to a lot of true crime. I say that a lot as if that's some kind of like, accolade but it's everyone listens to true crime but and i always think whenever i go somewhere i have an escape plan if i walk into the movie theater i'm prepared if god forbid anything happens okay here's the exit door here's a seat i can hide under whatever the case may be here's a vent on the ceiling like i have an escape plan for literally everywhere i go and some people like maybe say that's paranoid but i also I listen to a lot of true crime. I watch a lot of horror movies. I would mm-hmm. rather be on alert mm-hmm. and paranoid than 
die or get kidnapped or sex trafficked or something. Like, I would rather be prepared mm-hmm. than unprepared and then something terrible happen. No, I feel you. So sue me for being paranoid. We'll be the ones to survive the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. No one else. Us and the Boy Scouts and the Amish. <laughs> and the Amish. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so other creepy shit starts happening. Things are flying across the room. Dressers are going across the floor. And then Janet, the not the, not the oldest daughter, but I think she's like the second oldest daughter, is crazy shit starts happening to her specifically where she's like sleepwalking she is. She gets sick and she has to stay home from school and the remote goes missing and she finds it somewhere weird and basically she gets possessed by this old man, Bill Wilkins. Bill was a cantankerous grandpa that just wanted to be in his own space. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, get, get out, out of my, my house. house. Yeah. Get off my lawn. He's like, get out of my house. And he kept changing the TV. He's like, go back to my channel. Yeah, he just, like, seemed like a grumpy old man at first, and uh, she knew exactly. So they brought in, like, I don't know, who were they? Not news reporters. Maurice, and when they were interviewing her. It was a specialist, I think. Okay. So they brought in these guys to record her, and apparently this actually did happen. Well, okay, so a couple things, but first I'll tell this, and then I'll go into that. They brought in this specialist, whatever, to talk to Janet, a.k.a. Bill, and Bill comes out and is like, get the fuck out of my house. Like, I died in this chair. I had a hemorrhage. Like, I don't want you here. And apparently they looked into it. They found out she's right. Bill did have a hemorrhage. But is she, did she hear that somewhere? Did right. she read is it, it somewhere? public knowledge? Yes, yeah, public knowledge. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, that's no feat for her to actually know that. But so when I was doing a little bit more research... In scenes like this, this is, I believe, a little bit more dramatized for the movie. When they were interviewing Janet, or Bill, whatever, and the sister would be with her there too, she wouldn't talk in Bill's voice, or Bill wouldn't, quote, come out until everybody was out of the room, or everybody had their back turned. Like, it was like some kind of weird, either Mm -hmm. she was lying and they were doing some kind of like puppeteer shit or maybe the other sister was talking to her and they really planned it out well or Bill was just shy. (laughs) He's like, don't look at me. Or the demon, whatever you want to call it. Performance anxiety. Yeah, he's like, I can't come out if you're staring at me. So, who knows? And so that's another reason people thought that maybe she was faking it. They were faking it because he wouldn't come out unless people were not looking at her. So... That was another thing that was dramatized when oh, they some were some like old man hiding behind the couch. Yeah, he's like, Hurr. but and you know, speaking of hiding behind the couch, one thing that did kind of freak me out is and just the idea of it more when Lorraine goes out. It's just kind of further into the movie, but Lorraine goes out on the swings when Janet's out there swinging, and she's like, nobody likes me, everyone's scared of me. It's like, well, duh, fucking duh. And Lorraine goes out and it's like, yeah, I'm scared of things too. You want to hear this? Like whatever the fucking story she tells her. And she said, does it feel like, you know, someone's inside of you? And she says, no, it feels like someone's behind me. Yeah. Like, can you, yeah. Can you imagine that 24 seven? You're always feeling like someone's be- like, I literally just got chills. Like yeah, I got gooseies. Yeah. I got chills. Like imagining like always feeling like that's someone's such an uncomfortable feeling. You. Yeah. It reminded me of in uh, Hill House. Where she said, what was her name? The main girl. What the fuck's her name? Which one? The... In the most recent one or in the... First... Uh, sorry, yeah. The most recent one. The governess. Neck lady. Oh, wait. Nellie? Nellie. That yeah. the first one. She's Nellie. The yeah. Second one, in the second one, she's the governess. One. Okay. The governess. Yes. Thank you. Whatever her name was. So, in the second Hill House, when she gets possessed by the lake, the lady of the lake... Whatever. Nimway from King Arthur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she is telling her girlfriend that she's like, it's like I'm in a jungle and I'm walking through a jungle and there's bush all around me and I can't see anything, but I know there's something there. Oh. And that shit is, I got chills again. That shit to me is so freaky. Like just imagining like, Because you can sense it. Like, your body can physically... I don't know what the science behind that is, but your body can physically sense when someone's 
I mean, we've all experienced it when someone's staring at you or if, or if there's somebody behind you. Like, we prank each other at work all the time. And if someone's, like, standing behind me, like, I can, I don't even have to see them. I can just sense it. And so just imagine that 24-7. I mean, that's just freaky. So that scene really freaked me out just because of the idea of right. her feeling like someone's behind her all the time. A bunch of other shit happens. <laughs> I don't know. They think she's... So Ed and Lorraine and the other people, the specialists or whatever, they think that Janet is faking it because all of a sudden they have video evidence of her just throwing shit around she's the kitchen. She's just eating plates yeah. and flipping, flipping tables. Flipping tables and right directly like, in Teresa Judice style from like Real Housewives of New Jersey. Oh Prostitution God. whore! <laughs> she just throws the table. Yeah, no, I've never seen No 11-year-old should be able... Really? Yeah, You need to at least watch, watch that scene. It's iconic. I don't watch um, reality TV... But I do watch, like, Dance Moms. Mm. For some reason, I really like Dance Moms. I just, like, think dance is just such a beautiful art form. I think that I really just enjoy if watching them dance. at Real Housewives as, like, a social experiment, mm-hmm. and, like, un- like, it can be a very beautiful thing mm-hmm. to watch. And you're like, these people are fucking insane. Yeah. Like, this is their reality. They're so out of touch. Like, I'm not looking at it thinking, wow, these are great people. I want right. to emulate them. I'm like... Wow. And I think that's what a lot of... People live these lives. Yeah. Like, it's it's fascinating to me. It's it's like watching a documentary. Like, mm-hmm. the, it's almost like zoo animals. Like, these women are insane. That's exactly what it is. And I think that that's like what a lot of people get out of reality TV. Is like, yeah, you're like watching. You're at the zoo, basically, like, mm-hmm. for free. I mean, you pay for cable or whatever. But, like, yeah, it's, it's more of a release. Like, a stress reliever to watch it's like how horror movies like I feel like I have less anxiety when I watch them because I'm in some sort of control of the situation mm-hmm. where I can just turn the scary movie off I'm not in that situation so it's like reality tv it's like I get to watch see people go through drama and go through all this shit and I don't have to do it and I just like to watch them just fight and just be in my own little world and be happy about my life because I'm not right. flipping tables but full circle so Right in the eyeline of this camera is Janet flipping tables and throwing plates. And they're like, she's faking it. And everyone leaves. And then they find out, wait, she's not. Because they have two separate recordings where... (laughs) So unrealistic. I know. And the thing is, like, (laughs) how did they... How did he do that? Like, how did Bill, like... And why? Like, what was the point of... I mean, maybe the demon wouldn't let him say too many words at once. He had he limited Bill to so many characters in a sentence. But <laughs> it's like it, a tweet. Yeah, yeah. It's like you only get 140 characters. You can say the first thing was like, "Let ugh, they won't let me go," or "He won't let me go," or something. So it was like, "Won't me go," or or something, whatever it was. And then the second one was just filling in the blanks. So it basically said, you know, they, they crossed the tapes and Ed's like, if I'm right about this, what'd he say? Oh, that was a fucking quote. I thought it was so dumb. If I'm right about this, oh my God. <laughs> it was so fucking stupid. It was like, we're going to have a show on our hands. Or so, It wasn't that, but it was something like, oh man. So they crossed the tapes and... They find out that Bill was actually saying whether he was stifled by whatever. He was saying, help me, they won't let me go. Something, something. like that. Something yeah. like that. You know, uh, re- re- referring to this demon that had a hold of him. So they find out that the old man's soul was actually in the house. He died in the house, but it was just a pawn for this demon. Yeah, he was so, just a sweet old man yeah. that was a little crotchety and wanted to see his family and this demon was just puppeteering him. Puppeteering him so they wouldn't suspect the, or so Lorraine wouldn't feel the evil presence. It mm-hmm. was just like this this poltergeist, this ghost, so Lorraine couldn't feel it. So smart demon, I guess. So they end up going back and I forget what the fuck happened. Uh, oh, they have to know, they have to find out the name. Because Ed and Lorraine are driving there, and they're like, there's a riddle. He says a riddle. He's like, you're given to me, you're given. 
you're given, not taken. You had me at your first breath, and I'll follow you to your to your death or to your grave or, or something. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it means they have to figure out this fucking riddle. That means yeah. Why can't the ghost be like yo? It's a name. Find the demon's name. He goes yeah. Ooh, you have to solve this. Just speaking riddles. It's like, don't you want to be saved? Just fucking. But I guess maybe the demon just won't let him. He's like, you can speak in riddles. In half words. It was, a, it was a ghosty loophole. Yeah, it's like riddles and deconstructed sentences. <laughs> that's that's all you get. And then they got to figure it out for themselves. Yeah, they had to decipher. Yeah, they had to figure out what the fuck was going on. But the demonologists, I guess they are um, seasoned in that, so they should be good at that. Okay, so they had to find out the demon's name, which is Valak. Is that how you yeah. it? Valak, and they had to go back. The Defiler. The Defiler. And they, they go back and... They couldn't get in the house. Um, oh, yeah. And she's how like, does, How did he get in the house? But then no one else could. He broke a window, but then a fucking whole ass couch flew out the window. Oh, yeah. But he got in somehow, and then the fat neighbor guy spent like an hour trying to hatch it down the door, and eventually she could fit through, mm-hmm. but she was having visions of him, him, him being impaled on a sharp tree... That was right outside the window. Yeah, so then she Why? had to, she came in and uh, exercised the demon back to hell and saved Ed. <laughs> I almost called him saved Bill. Saved Ed, yeah. Ed, while he was dangling Judy out the window. And oh, that's him. right. They all right. almost fell out the window, but she saved him in time. Yeah. I forgot. I completely forgot the whole ending of that movie. I'm <laughs> just like, I don't know. But, so, and then everything's hunky-dory backtracking a little bit speaking of valak there's a scene i forget which part of the movie where that was Ed, so good which one the valak scene the, oh the yeah nun and, scenes. yeah yeah so ed paints is like he's painting his room and he you can't <laughs> see the canvas because facing the other way and Lorraine's walking in the room. She's like, hey, honey, what are you doing? And he's like, just painting. Yeah, I can't get this out of my head. You know, yeah. whatever. That's like a, you, you expect to see like some kind of like fucking bouquet Landscape. of flowers yeah. or something. Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't just keep seeing this. And it's this fucking demon. <laughs> and Lorraine's like, what the fuck? Like, it's, so it ends up being Valak, who she saw in the vision. that, And she didn't tell him. So they're both having visions of this creepy the fucking same. demon nun. Yeah, so she's like freaking out even more. And then she, Lorraine, in her own house, the painting is hung up in this room. Yeah, what? Why would you hang that painting up? Like, it's not exactly decor that you hang up in your room. But so in this room, she goes in, she gets locked in. There's a shadowy figure. We just watched the movie The Nun, which we probably won't ever talk about because it's so fucking (laughs) stupid. But we did watch it just, just like an hour ago. But, and they have kind of the same scene happened where you have the shadowy figure. You only see the shadow walking across the wall slowly and it has the music like yeah. that. Again, I'm not good at that. But, and then, but anyway, so in The Conjuring 2, you have the shadowy nun walking across the room very slowly and then the shadow gets to the painting of the nun and lines up with the painting the fingers come out like, oh, I hate that shit. But something about fingers like mm-hmm. curling around a wall freaks me out. She basically manifests from the painting, which is really yeah. creepy because the painting's super lifelike and it was in the super dark corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that was probably one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. Yeah, very I really effective. That. And the um, Hark the Herald Angels Sing at the movie. Yeah, the song they that was made playing. Christmas fucking scary. The yeah. Christmas music was creepy as shit. Yeah. Anytime you put, like, a good song, like, a nice, lighthearted song in a horror movie. Tiptoe through the Oh, gym. my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I can never listen to Tiny Tim ever again. I know. That shit is creepy. I've heard that song somewhere, and I was, I don't know, not just, like, out and about, but I heard it somewhere else, like, in a movie or something, and I was like, oh, my God, I cannot, like, because Insidious really freaked me out, honestly. Like, I saw it in theaters. That came out when we were fairly young, too. Mm-hmm. So, like... I was in high school, I think. Yeah. So, like, if you're not super seasoned with scary movies and that's mm-hmm. one of your first, you're seeing it in theaters. Yeah. I thought it was scary in theaters. And then when I watched it again, I'm like, huh. Mm-hmm. This is not as scary. Yeah. It wasn't as scary. It was a lot of effective scenes. The music itself was really scary. Just the idea of the further is really creepy to me. And just dark. I don't like the dark. So it being dark and 
kind of having the foggy atmosphere in the house and being alone in the spirit world where, yeah, all you have is a lantern and you just have to rely on your senses. Like, that's, that that's freaky. creepy. Yeah. yeah. But I thought the demon himself, like... Was goofy. Yeah, it looks, he looks like... like uh, Darth Maul. I was just gonna say, it looks like Darth Maul. <laughs> yeah. Like the bad body paint. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, you're not that scary. Sometimes it's scarier. Again, we talked mm-hmm. about this before. Not showing not the monster. Yeah. Or like... Or just see like a hand or yeah. something. Yeah. To not see the monsters. That's why it's just like a naked man in body paint. You're like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can probably punch this guy in the face. Right. Like, Yeah. Again, like it's kind of a theme for our podcast. Is monsters being seen. And if you can see them, they're more tangible. Therefore, whack them. Yeah, therefore, whack them in the face. Whack them. Or tickle their bellies. <laughs> Say st- or tickle their... No, yeah, tickle their bellies. What sharks are supposed Aww, to do? I miss Jenna. I know. She's Jenna. not dead. We need She's to- not dead, yeah. She is very much alive and great. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she'll be a guest sometime. We have to pick a, like, a lighthearted movie. Not a lighthearted movie. Oh, but, like, no, nice. I'm evil. I'm like, let's trick her into watching Let's watch something. Hereditary. Oh my god, she would die. Yeah. I honestly think she would die. She would never we would have to call an talk ambulance. to us again. Okay, so that's pretty much it. What happened in the movie? Do we want to, I mean, we kind of like talked about this a little bit throughout, but do we want to talk about specifically like what scared us? I'll tell you what didn't scare me. Okay, even better. Uh, when Valak disguised himself as the crooked man from oh, the yeah. children's riddle. We didn't really mention this because it's not important at all. Yeah, obviously it's, we completely it's, forgot about They it. used uh, this nursery rhyme guy to scare the children. There was a crooked man with a crooked hat or something. There was a crooked man yeah. who lived in a crooked house. He had yeah. a crooked cat or something like that. I don't it's know. fucking creepy as shit. Creepy. Yeah. The, the nursery rhyme is creepy. Yeah. The lore is creepy. Yeah. I've played... I didn't actually play. I watched someone else play. Because <laughs> I'm really bad at playing scary video games myself. Because it freaks me out. I watched someone play this, like, B, like, old school style video game for it. And it was horrifying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm like, oh, so pumped. You mm-hmm. know, I'm like, they're going to have the crooked man in this shit. No, he had, like, a fucking hat with eyeballs. Right. He was not scared. He had an umbrella. He CGI looked like Mary so Poppins. Bad. It was yeah. so bad. Yeah. The CGI for everything else wasn't that bad. It was jarring. Yeah. Because it was such bad cgi yeah have the fucking uh, pretzel jack actor oh my God. come in and do some contortion. yeah contortionist yeah like that's freakier yeah i was so pissed like crooked like yeah bet neck lady type shit no yeah. they went way i guess it's a nursery rhyme so they wanted something childish like, like more animated probably like it was stupid yeah and I, I was so disappointed because the lore is there. They had the, they had the content that they could yeah. have made it into something, but they chose not to. So, yeah. James Wan, I'm disappointed. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? Don't He's ever fuck listening. up, Slenderman. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing like that. Um, but there were some pretty effective scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, the painting scene was really good. Mm-hmm. The opening scene was good. There was one scene I couldn't tell you where the fuck in the movie it was, <laughs> um, but. The nun lady unhinged her jaw like a snake and had mm. like several rows of teeth, and that shit scared me. So I liked that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the creepy children running, a creepy little boy running around yes. with glowing eyeballs in the beginning. Yeah, that was good. That freaked me out too with the little kid. I think little kids just like, not just little kids, but children are ghosts. scary. Yeah, <laughs> children are scary. Like little ghost children are scary, and there is apparently I can probably find it somewhere a picture that is an actual picture. It's iconic. Well, it's not, apparently. It is. It does exist. But who knows if it's actually, you know, true or if it's faked. But in the Amityville house is they saw, they they snapped a picture of this little boy ghost. And that's what you see in the movie. Yes. That, God, just look at that. It gives me fucking chills. I'm getting chills all friggin' night tonight. We're going to post all kinds of random shit. I know. It's going to be Darth Maul, creepy boy, my dog sitting on another dog's head. It's like, listen to our episode and you'll understand what these pictures are coming from. So we'll post these pictures that we're talking about so you guys can see and um, live vicariously through us as we record this at 11.14 p.m. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So past my bedtime. I know, and I'm thinking I'm going to go take a nice hot bath after this. I have, like, a book that I'm trying to finish. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go home and sleep. Um, <laughs> you don't ever get enough sleep, though. So like, I never sleep. And it's not because I don't want to. 
I just I'm up really early. You have I'm a lot either, going on. Yeah, I'm either like working out or I have like three jobs, so I'm working. I mean, granted, my two of the jobs I can work remotely and do on my own time. However, they still take energy, and I I work out all the time. You know, I, I was talking to. Um, Dustin, somebody I work with the other day, and I was like, man, it's crazy how big, like how big working out is in my life, our lives, just like mm. the people we surround, like our friend group. Like I literally was trying to make plans with my friend the other day, and I was like, oh, I can't do that day because I have a workout planned. Oh, I can't do that because I'm gonna be working out that like, or I have to, or I can't do that night because I have I was I work out early the next day like it's crazy how much my life is just planned around my workout schedule i mean it's good there could be worse there could be there like, are oh, some I'm doing people that have never worked out ever which is i mean no this is not me judging at all it's just it's a lifestyle that i can't imagine living without so it's hard for me to understand but i'm mm-hmm. sure on the flip side it's hard for people like that to understand how you know, we work out. We get time. up at five a.m. or whatever time. We well, get I out. don't do that. I don't have five a.m. <laughs> Seven thirty a.m. I I can get up. That's pretty much. There like, is kind of a the whole type of person mm-hmm. that wakes up that early, and it's it's like a cult. Mm-hmm. When we when I was opening at Orange Theory at mm-hmm. five in the morning, those classes would be full and waitlisted. Yeah. Same and they people still every are. day. Yeah, and they're like, dedicated. Same people every day. I wish I could friends. do that. I would probably drop a weight on myself that early in the morning. I don't have the brain functioning yeah. that early, but good for them. I know. Well, yeah. So I go to CrossFit typically at 7.30, sometimes at 9, sometimes at 11, <laughs> like just depending. But no, and apparently kind of, the, I mean, I've met friends like in the 7.30 a.m. class, but apparently in the 5.30 a.m. class, it's kind of the same thing. Like those same people, they're dedicated, whatever. I don't know. I'm going off on this rant about <laughs> working out. But, no, I was just thinking about, like, how much my life revolves around it. I mean, I work in the industry right now, so maybe that's why as well. But I also just really, just really freaking enjoy it. Anyway, sorry, everybody. Jesus. It's not like one of those really annoying fucking fitness people that are posting gym selfies. I don't do that. Oh, I love taking gym selfies. I sometimes will take gym videos, like, if I'm doing a cool move. But I don't typically post gym selfies I don't know. I don't post a lot of stuff on social media anymore anyway. If, like I, my personal if I put the effort into exercising, you're going to know. About yeah, it. you'd be like, hey, I did it today. <laughs> like, Okay, so back to what scared me. I kind of talked about that already. Like the fire truck scene, the little toy, and the tent. Just dark things in general. Like if, I, if it's pitch black and I can't see somewhere, and me as an audience member watching the movie, you know, through the camera's lenses, like that freaks me out when it's really dark. Little kids freak me out. Um, just <laughs> children are fucking scary. Yeah. Well, my sister was telling me she has three kids. Was telling me one of my sisters the other day that I forget what what exactly happened, but she was sleeping, and all of a sudden she just like woke up, and her daughter, my oldest niece, is just standing beside her bed staring at her. Fuck that! I would punch my kid in the face. And and Steph woke up like, what the the fuck do you want like i mean obviously didn't say it like that but i would and she says something i don't know what don't, don't be know, fucking crazy or whatever like and i'm like dude that's fucking scary like yeah god i don't know makes me not want to have kids i know I'm like god but i was that kid i was horrifying i, I probably did that too i, don't I remember. would wake my parents up all the time i thought I was like 11 and woke him up because I thought a T-Rex was going to come through the door because I had just watched... Just through the door? Hello! Like he just opened the door. (laughs) (laughs) Raptors can't open doors. Don't we know that? Why is there music playing? I'm trying to make a collage and this ad popped up. And I was like... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. I'm trying to make a collage for our social media here of... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, we always record really late because, like, we just talked about we're really busy people in general. Um, so we always record or watch really late. And so I think we always just get really, either, like, you're really slap happy because we're tired or we're drunk. I'm not drunk. I haven't yeah, drank Yeah, we're not all, drunk right now. I'm just right slap now. happy. I should be drunk. I don't work in the morning. What the hell? Yeah, why didn't we drink today? I don't know. It's Friday night. Let's turn up. 
Anyway. I know. No, I'm, I'm just like, going to be drinking oh. a lot next week. So I know. I know. Dude, we have... So we have Jenna's birthday. Not that... I don't think we're doing anything on her birthday, but Jenna's birthday the 21st. Uh, Kayla's birthday the 22nd. Your birthday the 23rd. My sister's birthday is the 24th. Aww. Kayla's birthday bash on the 25th. And then I have to go to play clean with our youth group on Sunday. I'm going to be so fucking like bloated and hungover. I'm not going to be able to participate in all the activities. God, I'm going to be drinking so much next week. I got to like detox or something. No, I don't do that shit anymore. Deanna. I'm bulking. It's it's bulking season. I've been eating so fucking much. I'm not going to talk any more about fitness because I'm going to sound like a bro. And this is not what this podcast is. But I've been eating so much. Anyway. Okay. So basically, that's what scared me. Okay. Let's wrap this up really fast. What would your strategy be? So there's a poltergeist, there's a demon, whatever. I think it would probably be just the same as anybody else. Like, I, I said this in the last episode, I think. But, like, I would. Oh, it's okay. I was like, what? So it got airdropped. I sent you all the pictures of my dog sitting on my other dog's head. Why did it? Oh, it airdropped to my computer, not to my. Oh. Oh, wait, here we go. Okay. Okay, there we go. Hopefully I didn't send you some weird picture on accident (laughs) one of my screenshots. (laughs) No, I got it. Yeah, okay, I got it. Anyway. Okay, so strategy. Don't uh, play with Ouija boards. Don't play with Ouija boards. Don't have five kids. Yeah, four kids. Oh, no. Yeah, four kids. Four kids and Camilla. (laughs) And Camilla. Bitch. That bitch started the whole freaking thing. Right, yeah. Camilla's a bad influence. Yeah, yeah. Don't keep leather chairs of people who died in your house. Yeah. There's a lot of things that went wrong here. Yeah, If someone died on your furniture, mm -hmm. probably don't keep it. Yeah. There's a lot of things that you would should have done in advance to avoid all this. Don't play with the Ouija board. Don't keep the chair the dead man died in. Not the dead man died in. The live man died in. (laughs) And just... Yeah, don't have four kids, I guess. No. Um, just don't play with the Ouija board. How, so, okay, so let's say you have no control or somebody, there's somebody playing with the Ouija board. I'm going to go to the church. Whether you believe in that or not, if there is some kind of, like, what I believe is demonic presence or Ed Lorraine Warren or the equivalent comes to my house and says, like, you know, this shit's fucked up, I'm just going to go to the church. I'm going to bathe in holy water. And I don't know. That's my strategy. Well, initially, the, the old man just wanted his house back. He yeah. wanted the kids to get off his lawn. So, yeah. like, leave. Go find another yeah, place the before the ghost demon gets fixated on yeah. your middle child. Go to the neighbors. It's always the middle children. I know. Which they did go to the neighbors, and they stayed there. God, those poor fucking neighbors. And they then were so, like, the crooked man disguised, them, disguised himself as the, dog. As the Rottweiler that <laughs> can like, ring the bell. Yeah. God, so Such a weird stupid. scene. Yeah, what a stupid scene. And then it was all of a sudden the girl, who was Janet. Yeah. That was, yeah, it's a not, lot. Yeah, it was a lot going on in that scene, and I wasn't a The fan. suspended disbelief was not there. I was not believing any yeah, of it. I didn't believe any of it. it Up until that point, I believed all of it. It was dumb. Okay, so that was an easy strategy. Just don't fucking do anything they did. Yeah, don't be stupid. Okay, so let's wrap it up. We're so excited to go see the third one. The yes! Devil Made Me Do It in theaters. Is that like, wasn't me? That's your new cop-out. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to rear-end your car. The Devil Made Me Do It. <laughs> the Devil Made Me Do It. You get pulled over and you're like, the Devil Made Me Speed, man. I don't know. That's weird. Uh, I ate the last cookie and my husband's met. Sorry, the devil made the me devil do it. The devil made me do it. My <laughs> B. I'm going to yeah, start saying that shit. Um, oh, yeah. So we're excited to see the third conjuring. The devil Not made me the do fourth it. one. Not the fourth one or the fifth one. It's definitely the third one. I don't know. We. I guess I think we maybe not officially decided that we're not going to do the rest of the universe that we're not going to do the nun we could do like bonus episodes for that yeah we could because we we just watched the nun tonight i just fucking hate that movie there's a really hot belgian guy in it who sometimes looks like nick cage but most of the time he's (laughs) hot the only good part of the movie um well i had tessa formega who is vera or lorraine the actress who plays Lorraine. it's her younger sister they're a ukrainian american family that all speak ukrainian first and english as their second language um, and Vera was a trained classical ballerina and pianist. I'm not surprised. They seem like they're just yeah, going to do that. Yeah, but there's like 18 siblings, and there's only pictures of the two of them. So I'm, I tried to look up their brothers and whatever. They're like, no. Yeah. They're not trained in violin. But it, it was cool that they had her sister, her younger sister, who looked so much like her. Mm-hmm. And if you watch any seasons, not any seasons, uh, 
first season or any of the witch seasons of American Horror Story, you'll see Tessa there. Yes. Tessa? Tessa? I don't know how to pronounce her name. I'm assuming Tessa, but I'm not, I'm not sure. So I've never heard Tessa, but she's also Ukrainian, so very much. Taisa. Taisa. <laughs> There's an I in there. Tessa, that would be my guess. I don't know. I just don't want to fuck up someone else's name. Yeah. I, I seem to do that well. I know. I, I called know. Cthulhu Chulu. <laughs> Chulu. And then, um, what was that Finn fucking... Wolf. I can say Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard. What was the last one? Um, the guy, the, the rookie in Spiral, his fucking name. We fucked up Matthew. Oh yeah, I don't. I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, Um, he was hot too. Yeah, he was really. But very sweaty. Very sweaty. Always very sweaty. So was um, Belgian guy. He's sweaty too. Wore his long johns. Oh, he was so cute. Anyway, so we haven't. I don't know. We'll probably do bonus episodes. We haven't fully decided yet, but. We keep you updated, everybody. Okay, so in closing, I I liked this one better than the first one. Me too. Honestly. I, I thought, thought the, was, the Crooked Man was dumb, but yeah, everything was dumb. else was pretty good. Yeah, and I thought it, there was a little less, and there was still exposition, like explaining everything, but it was a little less. I liked that. The first one was like, this is exactly what's happening right now. Oh my God. She killed baby right there and hung herself on that branch right above your head. Right there. Yeah. (laughs) So a lot of exposition in the first one and the second one too, but I just, anyway, I like this one better. So I recommend it. Yeah. Um, we'll let you know about the third one. We'll be back I'm next I'm excited. Week. Yeah. This this will be the first one of the three that I will be reporting on after me watching it for the first time, if that made sense. I feel like that was a bunch of word vomit. No, I... I, I had seen better. all of these before. Yes. So this will, we're going into this blind. Yes. New experience for both of us. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try not to spoil it for myself because I have a horrible habit of wikipedia <laughs> things before I go yeah. jump into it. So I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Okay, so we'll be back next Monday with The Conjuring number three. The Devil Made Me Do It. Check us out on Instagram, Screens and Queens podcast. And um, that's it. Bye. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.